Hey, this is Jimbo for Two Shots on a Barrel, and I'm hanging out with my buddy, J-Bo. What's going on, buddy? Well, listen, I, I figured it was time that we uh, tell everybody how much we appreciate uh, you guys listening to Two Shots on a Barrel. We would appreciate also, J-Bo, if they would go out and review the show, give us some good constructive criticism. But honestly, J-Bo, we like five stars and just really good Really good comments. That's right. And if you could avoid doing it when you're really drunk, that would be a very helpful uh, situation. You left a review for me on a page, and obviously you were 10 past where you should have been leaving that review. But uh, yeah, just even if you have to lie, talk good about us, please. Absolutely. We're available on all kinds of uh, podcast platforms, including iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify. You name it, we are out there. The other thing, J-Bo, is we would love to hear from you. If you know somebody that would love to be on the show, uh, you can always reach out to us, J-Bo. Tell them That's how. right. We have an email, and we've had it for about a year now, but we keep forgetting to tell you we have it. It's two shots podcast show at gmail.com. That's the number two, two shots podcast show at gmail.com. Dot com. Please, please, please send us an email. And I think the cool thing to tell everybody too, Jacob, is we're very active out on social media. We've got a Two Shots on a Barrel group page on Facebook. You're also a TikTok guy. I didn't realize you were a TikTok guy. But we actually do TikTok, Instagram, and all kinds. Of yeah, we're on every, things. we're on everything. We're, we're not really, uh, really good at it, but we're on there. So get on there, laugh at our TikToks, and uh, I'm sure I'll get Jim on a TikTok here before long. All it takes is for one to go viral, Jabo, and it's as crazy stupid as you are. It's probably going to happen. It's going to happen. Either I'm going to get frost bit doing these uh, TikToks or uh, we're going to have them go viral. So, so we're excited uh, about Two Shots. We are broadcasting out of our studios here in Main Street, Bourbon Country. It's a state-of-the-art studios uh, where we're going to have many, many guests and many, many shows for you to listen to. That's right. We're right here in the Pearl of Lebanon. Lebanon Health and Fitness in downtown Lebanon, Kentucky, just just sideways of uh, Rigetti's Restaurant. Make sure when you are in on the Bourbon Trail, if you're uh, staying in Marion County in Lebanon, make sure you come by. They have a state-of-the-art fitness center. It's really a uh, all-inclusive uh, center for uh, whether you're uh, men, women. They've got a place yeah. that your kids, if you're coming in for the Bourbon Trail with your kids, I have no reason to understand why you would be doing that. But in case you are, right. they can they can do it all right here at uh, Lebanon Health and Fitness. If you're only going to be here a day, they have $7 one-day uh, fees to come in and work out. All day long. Yeah. So, can't beat it. Anyways, with, with that said, we appreciate you listening to our shows. And without further ado, it's Two Shots on a Barrel. Two old boys ain't much for working. Two shots on a barrel. They're talking about bourbon. Talking about a few other things that they don't know. Got a question, no need to ask. They don't have a clue, so raise your glass. Take a sip with the Bold Brothers. Now it's on with the show. From the heart of central Kentucky, the bourbon capital of the world, it's two shots on a barrel with your host, a couple of hot shots of their own, the Bold Brothers. All right, uh, back on Two Shots on a Barrel, hanging out at the 2022 Kentucky Bourbon Festival. Uh, first impressions, J-Bo? I tell you what, it uh, seems to be more people this year. I don't know if they sold more tickets this year, uh, but it is really off the hook, man. There's people upon people, 
And there's one thing they all have in common. They're all smiling. They're all smiling. They're all smiling. They, they, they love bourbon. So it's been a you know not not a long while since we've hung out with our uh, guest today. Actually, we had lunch with him what a couple of days ago, and kind of revisited with our brother Andrew Webrink. It's you know I think uh, man you were one of the first guests on Two Shots when we got this things going. We knew who to go to. The, we, bo- we, the bottle collection wasn't too big at the uh, <laughs> at the station just yet. Yeah, but yeah, that was probably. God, that's, that's pre-COVID, I know for sure. Oh, this that thing, what two years Early, ago? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was. It's been a while, uh, and and it's good, man. It's been way too long. Uh, but you're one of those guys that's really got. You know, you mentioned whether Jabo whether they sold a bunch more tickets this year mm-hmm. or whatever. This guy right here is in the you know yeah, he's he, one of those guys in the know. So did we sell more tickets this year? Yeah, more tickets were released this year. I mean, the last last year we had some COVID precautions right. that were. We're still in place. I think, I think the way it went down last year was like I, th- I think the the government dropped some of the restrictions, but we had pretty much already done all our marketing and all that kind of stuff. Right. The tickets were sold, so we didn't think it was a good idea to go and just release more tickets. We didn't want to piss anybody off. Yeah. Um, so this year we did up the amount of tickets, and I, I can't remember exactly how many, but it was it was a lot. You can tell, man. I'm I'm telling you, just in the last 20 minutes, we've had people from Connecticut, Pennsylvania, St. Louis. Yeah, man, and everybody. And that's the kind of stuff you want to see. It's great to see the Kentucky people, but to hear people coming from like all over the place, yeah. like that's really cool. I mean, that's what tourism's all about for Bardstown right there. And it's just like tourism all over Kentucky, bro. It's just yeah. it's going crazy. Yeah, there's people uh, that said, "Hey, we're staying in your hometown." They're yeah. in yeah. Lebanon, and there's people staying in Louisville. And they're all coming here to Bardstown. We ran into some people, uh, I believe it was Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, coming down to Aust- from Australia to do this. Wow. So that's, that's you know, crazy, that's man. That's 18, hour, 18 hours worth of flying at oh. least. Jesus. So what you been up to, brother? Dude, nothing really. I mean, kind of the same old, same old. Um, you know, innovation slowed down a little bit uh, during COVID because everybody was kind of working from home. So that was... Actually, a nice little break. We and Chad were still in the office. You know, we kept on we kept on rolling, but uh, we're up to about I think three or four thousand experimental barrels in place all across the world right now. So oh we're getting gosh. now. It's like you know where we were getting. We first started you know seven or eight years ago. We were getting samples back once a year, and it might be you know a hundred bottles or something. And now it's like we're getting samples back literally every month. And each time they come in, they're twenty bottles here, forty bottles there. So. Still a lot of tasting, a lot of learning, and uh, figuring out how much I really don't know. <laughs> hey, there's a, I got one question for you. It's, on the first podcast with him, he promised that he'd have us in for a tasting and uh, taste, you know, blind tasting and slip us some uh, experimental bourbons. But have you got that phone call yet? No, I haven't. I haven't got that phone call yet, man. Just come knocking. We know where you are. I'd love to. Yeah, That's that would awesome, be fun. Dude. Hey, and something has changed since you last saw us. One of the two got a tattoo while we're gone. One of the two. Can can you think of who it might be? Yeah. See that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jim. Jim said, "Jeremy, if you get a tattoo, I get a tattoo." So I got a tattoo. He's still. He's still. Uh, nice. Wait. So, man. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So we got we got that. One. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, man. So got it last year in Barks, uh Danville. Yeah. I think I've added a couple, a couple myself. You're running out of spots. Yeah, I got a, uh, I had a cover up done up here, and it's a uh, some. Let's see. Actually, hell, I forgot what it was. It's 
I'm not gonna roll it all the way. I can't right. believe it. It's, um, it's a skull smoking a, a Leva V Melania. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's, nice. that's my favorite cigar. Nice. There. Yes. And thank you for the cigar. This is awesome. Yeah, yes. man. So uh, ISC uh, has a humongous event going on tomorrow at the Bourbon Festival. Uh, you guys kind of took this on, even though you've been involved with the bourbon barrel relay contest for some time this is really something that you've grabbed the reins fully right yeah so the way it has traditionally been you know the 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 barrel relay has always been a part of the bourbon festival and it's been essentially kind of owned you know by the bourbon fest but we've kind of taken it upon ourselves over the over the years to kind of coordinate the event judge the event you know help set up the track do all that kind of stuff you know, Bino's been doing that for a while. He's actually supposed to be retired after this year. But uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, we uh, at ISC decided that it would be, you know, really, really cool to get that event really built up and, you know, kind of make it a, a big, big thing. So we officially took it over. So now, you know, kind of ISC are the official owners. It's always going to be at the Bourbon Festival, so right. nobody has to worry about that. But, yeah, you know, this year the, the changes aren't going to be you know, too crazy. I mean, you guys are coming in doing the MC, and so that's awesome. And then, you know, eventually, uh, you know, live music, that kind of thing. I mean, so it's it's going to be a production. That's awesome. Well, I walked over there. It's it's pretty amazing what they can set up over there. So, and uh, we, you don't expect too much out of us because we, we, we're learning. We have Steve Nally helping us. That's but, a good help. Yeah, that's real good help. So uh, we're going to get there, and we're going to throw down some loud music and uh, be some hype guys for a couple hours. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, man. To two. Can't wait. Yeah, can't we, got wait. All the, we got all the teams back this year, so that's good. You know, some of them, uh, we had, you know, some issues last year with COVID and, and, and strikes and that kind of thing. Yeah. So full team, full squad, it's going to be. So is there a lot of smack talking going on? You know, I not really. They take it pretty damn serious, uh, the rollers do. So when they're in there, like, I mean, they're just in the zone. Are they? Most of what you hear is just cheering for them. Everybody, gotcha. everybody likes to see it. But, uh, I mean, those guys that are doing that, man, that, you, you're talking about the backbone of the bourbon industry. I mean, these, these are the guys that are humping it every day. There's so many people out there that keep the wheels moving that get absolutely – you know, it's the – you know, the master distillers, the brands, that kind of thing. You know, the people that have, you know, more direct contact with the liquid. You know, they're kind of the rock stars. But you just walk around the back scenes of one of these, or the uh, behind the scenes of one of these distilleries. And, I mean, it's just people upon people. Or come to the cooperage. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, those guys are building swinging hammers every single day. 100 uh, degrees plus in there, right? Yeah. Actually, I tell you what, though. I just went and visited our new cooperage, Commonwealth Cooperage in Moorhead, yesterday. It's going to be a nice place to work. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's all one building, clean, lit, ventilate. I mean, it's it's super super. So, nice. so when's the, is the, they're not working yet? They're not in production yet, or no, what, what's that going to happen? It, well, everybody was walking around with shirts that said "On Time Online," and it's Q four this year. So we a, a good portion, I would say, probably eighty five percent of the machinery is in there and set up. They've probably of that machinery about half of it they've already ran wood through. Okay. So it's it's coming on quick, but the offices are there, the cafeterias all set up, computers, tables, everything. I mean, we're drying wood out there. Yeah. Yep. So that's awesome. I mean, man. it's it is beautiful. Dude, you guys are doing big things. And some of the technology, and of course, you know, I'm a mechanical engineer by degree, and I don't get too impressed with, you know, because you know we've seen it. But I walked in there, and what these guys do, our engineers, it's just, I mean, it's unbelievable. Like how did? Right. It's, it's clever. That's awesome, man. It's he's so much smarter than us, you know. Mechanical engineer. Oh, come on. I, I don't right. even know what they would even think about doing. I know he's freaking smart on bourbon, though. Yeah, he is smart on bourbon. I took a uh, yeah, I took a career change. I got tired of engineering, man. It was boring, but uh, it's still that place. 
man, it's impressive. Yeah. So uh, we got you on standby. We're going to come in and get some of that uh, special Andrew juice you got uh, in that. I, when we walked in that studio the other day, I saw some in the cabinet. Yeah. I think that's I think that's where we need to start that first cabinet. When Every, we walk in. Everybody wants to start in the library, <laughs> and you know we just ex- well we just expanded it, so now it's over three times what it was. Really? Yeah. Gosh. Just because we got so many, you know, so many samples coming back now. Dude, we, we, you know, we, we talked, you were one of our first guests, I mean, a couple of years ago or whatever. And, and even since that time, you're hearing about this new distillery, that new distillery. You know, Jim Beam just released uh, a big announcement, $400 million investment to uh, boom their production in bourbon. It's crazy what just, in, I mean, it seems like in two years, you're hearing a story of a new distillery popping up. The bourbon business is just nuts right now. It is nuts, and it's something that, you know, I mean, hell, everybody was saying back in, you know, 2016, like when, I mean, the boom started in 2010. Like, how long can this last? You know, how long can this last? And it's like, you think it slows down, and all of a sudden, you know, there's just like this influx of money in the industry, and everybody's expanding, everybody's building new distilleries. Uh, I was reading an article in a, in a newsletter that I get, and it said, you know, this is the year of expansion for bourbon. You know, the past few years have been the years of, like, acquisitions, people buying up other things. But it seems like now everybody's just interested in producing as much juice as they can. It's crazy. And it's a lot of, you know, a lot of it is, you know, people are starting to see, I think, just how much fun this industry is to be in. So you got a lot of people with a lot of money saying, man, this this looks like fun, and just coming in and starting brands, and mm-hmm. that's cool for a guy like me because we get to work with them, and they're open to trying neat stuff. So it's been pretty exciting for us. So how stressful is it knowing that you have all these people dependent on you and your product? I mean, and some some of these distilleries cannot do what they want to do without you. Well, it's, it's not me personally. You know, it's the Boswell family and Brad, and, you know, I was uh, – a buddy of mine that used to do podcasts way back in the day when I first started, uh, he calls Brad Boswell the Michael Jordan of the bourbon industry because if Brad decided to just pack up shop and leave one day and say, I'm done, I mean, there would be, I mean, oh, that's, that's the majority of the barrel. So it's definitely a crucial part. And, you know, I, I don't feel the responsibility that he does by any means. But, yeah, he's got a lot of weight on his shoulders. I mean, a lot of people depend on him. So That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 a serious pressure right now. So, so one of the we've learned this a long time ago, but one of the key components is brand new charred oak barrel, mm-hmm. right? For, I mean, for bourbon, and you, you think about that, and people say, well, "Wait a minute, you, you can't have you can't have bourbon with why can't you reuse a barrel? You just can't, can't do it. Nope, it is federal federally regulated. So, I mean, there's some there's some whiskeys out there that actually that prevent you from using a new charred barrel, like corn whiskey. You, okay. cannot, you can use a new barrel, but it can't be a new charred barrel. Okay. Uh, light whiskey. I don't know if you guys... There's actually been some light whiskey popping up, like High West came out with one. Uh-huh. A couple people have been releasing like, some of those older so, light whiskey. So what is, what, what is light whiskey? Light whiskey is... It has... You can essentially... Uh, you can distill it higher than bourbon. Bourbon's 160, so I think light whiskey has to be distilled to at least maybe 160. It's, it's up there. I'm not exactly sure about that, but it has to go into a used or uncharred oak container okay interesting so that's that's the difference it's usually i mean it's not something you're going to drink after four years in the barrel i mean it's going to be something you know that's going to be uh you know 12 15 16 years before it starts getting done okay Uh, we just did an experiment where we looked at like the impact of used barrels versus new barrels in terms like their overall congener count 
And there's just, you know, no comparison. I mean, the a two-year-old bourbon in a char four has double, triple, quadruple the amount of strikes of a 12-year-old bourbon, or not a bourbon, 12-year-old whiskey was aged in a used barrel. So the used barrel just slows everything down. So light whiskey's good, but, I mean, it's got to it's gotta go out pretty far. Wow. Yeah. Man. So we talked about the changes in, in your view and the industry's view. I mean, where, where's, where's, where's bourbon going? I mean, is it... Well, people continue to kind of push the limits of it. You know, right now, and I'm not, you know, double barreling's not anything new, but it's kind of seen a little bit of a resurgence in the past year or so with with toasted finishes. Right. I mean, and again, toasted barrel finishes are nothing new. Michter's has been doing theirs for, you know, a decade, if not longer. And But right now, there's a resurgence in toasted finishes. I think a lot of that is probably because, like we talked about earlier, so many people are coming into the game right now. And not wanting to, you know, wait on new makes. They're buying up aged whiskey. They're trying to differentiate it. So there's a lot of finishing going on right now. Um, people are finishing in like exotic woods. That's starting to get big. Really? Yep. So like Amberana. I mean, you know, just cherry. I mean, maple. I mean, anything they can find to try to flavor the whiskey. They're doing that. So I would say right now it's a lot of finishing. That's what we've yeah. been working on. Gotcha. I got a crazy question. I, I at middle night I wake up. I'm like, I got a question for Andrew. <laughs> it's weird, man. It's weird. It's like, it's like Wait a minute. And I in the middle him, of the night, you wake know, up thinking like, about Andrew Weaver. I do, man. He's my man. He's my man. Well, if you had a tattoo, you'd understand. Listen, can you deep freeze or polar freeze bourbon and it still work? Has it been done? Can you... So, that's a, like, cra- like, that's a crazy ass question. I just smelled right, man. Re- rephrase the question. Like, okay, you- can, can you age bourbon by like deep freezing it? I know the, the you want it in warm weather at times, but can you deep freeze uh, and, and like just? Well, I mean, if you're asking if you can freeze bourbon, the answer is yes, but you can't do it by natural means. Okay, because ethanol freezes at roughly. 132 degrees below zero. Okay, I think it's like negative 132 or something. Maybe it's. Uh, yeah, it might be something like that. But if you add more water to it, you can, you, you can freeze some of the, uh, some of the like the lighter stuff like what that. Did? But, um, you know, aging in different climates, you know, people think that you know the reason that Scotch whiskey tastes the way it does, real, real light, distillate forward, is because it's very, you know, it's compared to Kentucky, they have a little bit of a mild climate. Right. Actually, the climate doesn't have as much impact on the barrel as you would think, even in a cold, cold climate like Minnesota. You might get fifteen to twenty percent less the extraction that you would here in Kentucky. Okay, but it's uh, it's actually more about the temperature swing. So the answer to your question is, yeah. I mean, you can age whiskey and it'll turn out really, really good and and, and pretty cold stuff. Because I mean, we have barrels, experimental barrels up in Minnesota. It gets, I mean, it's brutal. It's brutal up there. Yeah, but yeah, they age and it you know, it may take a little bit longer, but uh, it, it's not a huge difference. People, so, so that's why they want to age your bourbon here in Kentucky because of all the seasons. We actually have seasons. Yeah, that's correct. It's actually, you know, when we were doing a warehouse experiment, we put, um, you know, we put barrels on the first through fifth floors and put temperature and humidity sensors. And before that, I thought temperature was the driving component on why those floors tasted so different. It just, you know, it's hotter on each floor, and it is. But actually, as it turns out, that is not the most influential component. The most influential component is how much cycling did each floor get? Gotcha. So that's how, we're, I mean, you know, we're fortunate here in Kentucky. That, well, we normally have four seasons. Right. The past couple of years has been kind of yeah. scary. But, yeah. uh, you know, we have those good day and night cycles, and that's what's really important for aging. 
Awesome. Yep. Awesome, man. See, now I can go sleep it, it, and wake it, up with new questions. It wasn't. It wasn't turned out. It wasn't a dumb question. No, no actually, I mean, before I came here, I was working on a project. It was you know back in my engineering days where it was a machine that froze alcohol into ice cubes. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Wow. So we used like uh, kind of like a Stirling engine, and it, it, it takes it got the tray down to geez, like negative hundred degrees. Wow. I mean, it was. Wow. Yeah, it, but it, it, after several minutes, the bourbon would freeze if the proof was low enough. So do you ever just sit around and think in the middle of the night when you wake up and you think of and, me? And think of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you just can't go back to sleep because you got to figure out, it could, is this the new big bourbon thing that I can take care of? Well, unfortunately for me, I I, I, I have a trouble going to sleep. So yeah. I'm usually always up and the wheels are always turning. Okay. So most of the time I'm not thinking about bourbon. I try not to at work, but... I mean, there have been some times where I've woken up having to write something down. Let's, yeah. let's try this just because, I don't know, man, just, it just pops in. Yeah. Man, I tell you. I mean, you got to, you, you, you're so humble. And, and I got you <laughs> this on the last one. You, you don't take enough credit for what you do, brother. I mean, seriously. Well, everything what we do is a team effort. It man. is. Yeah. I know. Oh, man, I, there's a lot of people that. Mr. We, humble. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, I, your office has two people in it, and it's you and Bino shows up occasionally. Bino, yeah. <laughs> so that's the team right there, brother. It is a team. No, he. I mean, you know, Chad's great to work with. He helps out a lot, and you know, Chad's another one of those guys is low key like knows bourbon really, really well. Like you know, he'll try to play like he's just a casual drinker, but Chad's actually got, I would say, probably the best palate on the tasting panel. Really, second. I mean, consistently. Uh, yeah, but he's another sleeper, man. Yeah, he can taste some whiskey, and he knows a bit about it. And as far as the barrel stuff goes, you know, it used to kind of – somebody would call, they'd say, hey, we want to try this. He'd flip him over to me. But now, I mean, he fires off that information, you know, just as quick as he's I He's been do doing now. YouTube videos and interviewing people. Uh, he's, yeah. a, he's a celebrity, he though, man. A celebrity, he does man. some of those things. Yeah, he's yeah. a stud. Yeah, he's a he's a bourbon OG, man. He's been in the, <laughs> he's been in the game for a while. He's, a, he's the yeah. man. He's the man. Look, man – Everything you do, we're we're just impressed by, man. Appreciate Thank you, that. everything Appreciate you're that. doing, and and taking us under your wing too, man. Everything you've done for us, heck yeah, uh, man. You're one of our favorites, and I hope you enjoy our barrel head we put out front. Yeah, absolutely, you guys. man. It's awesome. Looks good. Little ISC uh, love heck out yeah. there. Well, yeah. the feelings mutual, guys. I love coming on here. It's one of my favorites, and you know, you guys, you guys do a different swing, and it's it's always a good time. Thank you, sir. And we get cigars. Hell cigars. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> good stuff. All right, brother. Appreciate you stopping by, man. Guys, appreciate it. It's always a good time. All right, Andrew. See you tomorrow. See yeah. you tomorrow. We'll be there. Yep. All right. Andrew, All right. we bring uh, hanging out with uh, Two Shots, man. Great uh, great dude. And uh, we look forward to uh, the barrel relay tomorrow. I think you should. Uh, you think one of the teams might recruit you to be on their team? Hell no. I hope not. <laughs> we might be able to. I don't know. If it's, it, it, it'd be fine. But anyway, so I think somebody was worried that like the track was just a little bit like unlevel like right. going uphill yeah. like and I was sitting there thinking yeah I probably shouldn't say this but I'll tell you guys now you can edit it <laughs> like you know I mean it was a little bit uphill yeah. but I was like you guys are pushing a 500 pound barrel around exactly. it ain't supposed yeah. to be like just right. yeah. come on yeah. go on yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, yeah. just deal with it yeah, yeah. Let's, let's look yeah, I, I, I wouldn't I, I've seen the videos of these people pushing these barrels and I'm like Hell no! They don't. Not, they don't look five hundred the way they're pushing them. No, it's. And then there was this one guy that was like playing basketball. He's like, you know, you've seen the guys behind the back with the basketball in the back. This dude is doing the barrels like that. I'm like, crazy. what? It's so funny. Like when you 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 always know when somebody new comes in the Coopers because they make the barrels look so heavy and cumbersome. 
the guys that have been and I, I was that guy for hell. It took me two, three years to figure out how to handle one of them. But the guys that really know what they're doing, man, like it, they make the barrel look like it's twenty pounds. Right. Yeah. So they were doing that. Craziest out there. thing ever. There's a ton of skill involved in it. Heck yeah. yeah. Well, I was watching them fill them up with water. Good old Barstown water this morning. Yeah, they were good. filling the barrels up. That's good. Age, aged water. Aged water. Yeah. And uh, I, I distracted them, and then they start cussing because it's shooting out of the bunghole, man. It's like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, those, <laughs> guys, those guys take it pretty seriously, man. they got to have everything perfect. Yeah. I'm telling you. But we'll find out. We're going to rock and roll tomorrow. And uh, have a great time. Thank you. I'll bring the beer. All right. Sounds good. All right. Bourbon Festival 2022. We'll see you next time on Two Shots on a Barrel. All right, so Jabo, I found out the um, the older you get, the more kids as your kids grow older, you suddenly have a damn fleet of vehicles. <laughs> and and to both of us, man, we can tell you all about it. Uh, we both have brand new sixteen year olds hitting the road. So uh, let me tell you how often we're visiting big old tires these days. And it's important when you got your 16-year-old out on the road, you have good tires. Oh, absolutely. And the place to go, we know, is Big O Tires of Lebanon and Barstow. That's right. Billy Taft has been doing this a long, long time. If you want advice on getting the perfect tire for the perfect vehicle, go to Billy Taft first at Big O Tire. And not only can they supply you with some great tires, they also can do oil changes, mm-hmm. brake work, you name it. And here's the cool thing that really impressed me when I visited Billy Taft and Big Old Tires the last time. That dude is customer service extraordinaire. Absolutely. He's been like that uh, as long as I've known him. I've known him a long time. He's a great guy just like off the court than he is on the court. He's just A+, and I, I love that dude. He's He's really, really genuine, and he knows his tires and you're having problems let's say let's say this weather is crazy okay it's raining a bunch go in there and let him put new windshield wipers on your car besides going and trying to do it yourself i'm i'm speaking by experience here Jimmy. it's 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 a terrible terrible thing to do putting wipers on yourself Uh -uh. big believer in big old tires of lebanon and barstown right here in the heart of bourbon country if you're in for the bourbon trail, your car kind of messes up on you, go see our friend Billy Taft. Pit stop. It's all it is. Pit stop. You're in and out and uh, off to the uh, next distillery. There you go. Big old tires of Lebanon and Bardstown, a proud sponsor of Two Shots on a Barrel. All right, so one thing we've learned on Two Shots is it's important to know where to go when you need a good attorney general. Yes, sir. It's very important nowadays. We've had to uh, get one of our own here lately, and uh, we got the best in the business. We absolutely do, and we found out one morning when you go visit Don McCauley, you better enjoy bourbon and stick around for a while. Because not only is she very good and an expert attorney, she also knows her bourbon. She does know her bourbon, and she knows where to get it, and she will not tell me where the secret stash is located. But well, that's okay. But she'll bring out many of the unicorns that she has in her yes. house, and, and we enjoyed uh, spending time with her. But on a serious note, we know that uh, folks listening out there need to have good legal representation. Don McCauley. Don McCauley, you are right. 144 West Main Street in Lebanon, Kentucky. Her phone number is 270-692-0684. If it's legal anything, she will take care of it. She will be there for you, and she will be 
the voice that you need to get through this situation. We're talking real estate law. We're talking business law. We're talking anything criminal related, uh, divorce, you name it, bankruptcy, any of those things, Don McCauley can take care of you. If, if, If you're nervous and you just don't know which way to go. If you need that voice, call Don McCauley. Once again, 270-692-0684. Yeah, good stuff right here in bourbon country. Don McCauley, law office of Don McCauley. Thanks. Marion County Trail could be the best value in bourbon-themed travel in Kentucky. You'll experience one of the Kentucky Bourbon Trail's crown jewels, one of the Bourbon Trail Craft Tour's top-rated stops, and something you can't find anywhere else. Organized tours of a bourbon barrel manufacturing facility, all in one place. It's the Marion County Trail. Take your time to tour, dine, shop, and stay all along the way. Explore world-famous Maker's Mark, a hot-ticket item on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Limestone Branch Distillery, home of world-famous Yellowstone Bourbon, and one of the top-rated stops on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail Craft Tour. Kentucky Cooperage, the sprawling plant where the thriving bourbon industry's barrels are hand-built and seared with fire for bourbon-aging flavor. And Lebanon, home of wonderful dining opportunities from home-cooked to chef-driven. Unique shopping opportunities, nowhere else to be found murals for your selfies, and overnight accommodations that range from traditional to bed and breakfast to bourbon-themed. Go to visitlebanonky.com for more details. Lebanon Tourist and Convention Commission, 270-692-0021. Are you tired of paying rent? Do you dream of owning your own home? Now's the time to make that dream a reality. Call Lisa, 270-402-4036. Have you outgrown your current home? Need more space or just the opposite? Are you looking to downsize? Call Lisa, 270-402-4036. Whether buying or selling, now is the time. Call Lisa, 270-402-4036. Lisa Kearns Realtor, Exit Realty Bluegrass, 270-402-4036. Call or text Lisa. Lisa Kearns, the helpful agent.